guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 83, and today we're not talking about housewives or anything like that. Today is real talk. So Fridays is my real talk, and I really have a lot to get off my chest right now. My husband is not joining us today because Fridays are my day only. Um, I like to do the couples ones for fun, you know, laughable stuff uh, like housewives and so forth. But this is me being me, and this is what I've always said I wanted to do, was to have a platform for me to just express myself. It's the best way to deal with my anxiety, uh, depression, um, stress, anything like that. So this is my outlet to just, you know, let everything off <laughs> off my chest. Uh, first, I wanted to say... Um, I am in, I don't want to say a depression, but I'm in like a really low place. No, it's not postpartum or anything like that. It's the fact that I see all my friends traveling overseas um, and it sucks because when we were there, COVID hit and we couldn't do shit. And so now I'm pissed off. I'm angry. I'm sad. I hate seeing the photos, but love seeing the photos. Um... I feel like we got gypped. So, with that being said, um, ugh, I miss England so much. I miss my friends in England. I miss my life in England. And the whole reason why we put in to move to Florida uh, is because our family's here and our family is getting older and our kids are growing up fast and we didn't want to keep being selfish. Really, Bruno, you had to get on the bed right now. <laughs> but um, we didn't want to be selfish anymore. And we were having a baby, you know. And we didn't want to not let our family know him, you know. Um, so the thing is, is we moved here. We bought a house. Um, we are the brokest we've ever been because we bought a house. And we bought a house at the time when... Everyone was in a bidding war, so we had to pay over what we wanted to. We had to empty our entire savings, um, plus do things to the house and make it to a home. And so now, mama's in debt. So now I have to uh, get out of debt. So that right there is a big stressor for anybody that's had any debt under their name. Um, you know, sometimes you don't sleep at night. And so, but I wanted to read two things that really stuck out to me. And these two things... Um, really say everything about the military as like far as dependents go. Uh, military life is a, having a plan, then having a new plan, then another plan, then the first plan, then a brand new plan, only to go back to the second plan. That's hilarious. But this one really, really hit me. And it says, yo, the military really be finding you the best friends of your life and then they snatch them away from you and send them somewhere else. Miss you, friends. That literally sums up everything about the military. You get acclimated and you find your people and then pff, somebody has to leave, right? And so for me, this time it was me leaving after, you know, uh, like a year or so ago, one of our friends left and so forth. And then it just kind of like became three of us. And then now it's just two of them and, and so forth. But when I moved to Florida, I thought, you know what? I'm going back home. I know people here, right? I know people here. I have friends. I have no friends here. <laughs> None. Even the friends that I've had for like 20 years, they're nowhere to be found. So 
Uh, that is the biggest stressor for me right now is not having any friends here. It's like Groundhog Day every day for me. <laughs> Wake up, take care of the baby, do the same thing over again. I was walking with someone and then um, we just stopped walking. But, um, you know, my I, I can't seem to find my people, the people that um, get my, my jokes and don't feel like I'm insulting them. Ones that can be stupid. I love to just act like a child sometimes, but no one to be an adult. Like, have a good time, you know? Like, I was looking at old videos of my friends and I in England, and we were doing cartwheels. Like, come on. Oh, we were drunk, but we were doing cartwheels. Or we were doing truth or dare and doing funny stuff where one of my friends had to wear a robe and mess up her hair and, and completely interrupt her husband's poker game. You know, it, it's things like that I love, but I also am here for them for when they need to to a shoulder to cry on or whatever, you know? So I really miss that. The other thing that is really, really, really hard is my kids hate it here. They ask every day, can we go back to England? Can we go back to England? Can we go back to England? I hate it here. I hate it here. There's nothing worse than putting up your fall decorations when it's 97 degrees out. I don't know about you guys. Maybe you guys like that. Not me. I need four seasons. I need to feel the crisp air, see the leaves changing, getting the fall feelings and the, you know, the, like you see all over, you know, wear your warm socks and get ready for the winter to come. That's me. Okay. That is me. My husband likes it hot. I like my four seasons. <laughs> but when we were together 13 years ago, I told him what I want and what I don't want. And he was all for it. And till this day, he's still all for where we want to retire or where I mentioned. And he's like, cool, let's do it. Um, I don't know if he likes it here. Um, I think he likes it better than England because of his job. He didn't like his job in England, but here he does. Um, so that's good. And I'm hoping that me starting school soon will maybe, you know, of course, it's school that I might be doing at home at first and then do clinicals but so you're really not going to meet people but the uh, doctor and nurse that are your instructors um on that here is the part that's really really hard for me to swallow so my kids went to dodia schools for a while and if you don't know what dodia schools are they're basically military schools on military bases you know they have a little bit more money they're a little bit more I don't want to say they're a little bit more advances in education because they don't fall under a certain state. Um, so they've had that for a long time. And to come here to Florida to school has been a real big eye opener. My third grader came home all shaken up or shooken up a couple days ago. She saw a fist fight between third graders at her PE. She didn't know what to do but run and tell the teacher. And she heard a couple little girls throw racial slurs. Okay, racism isn't something you're born with, right? You're taught this. And it is eating me up inside because I am one of those people that I say, I tell my kids we love everyone, right? We all bleed the same, we all love the same. We're all supposed to respect everybody, no matter your, your ethnicity, no matter your race, no matter 
who you love, no matter if you are a boy who wants to be a girl or a girl who wants to be a boy, we love and respect everybody. And not everybody feels that way, and I get it. And you may stop listening to me now because you don't agree, but this is how I raised my family. And it was terrible for her to come home and say, somebody was talking about somebody's skin color in a negative way third grade. This is crazy to me. Third grade. Like, stop and think for a second. Third graders are eight and nine year olds that are talking about another one's skin color in a negative way. Wow. Wow. I I was out of, I didn't even know what to say. Did not know what to say. And then my sixth grader, who we all know, going to middle school for the first time, starting a new school, period, not having any friends. It's hard, right? It's hard to adjust. For one, you're no longer in elementary. You're now in middle school. That's a big step. And that's when a lot of things happen. You start going through puberty and you start liking boys or girls or whatever. And things are changing. My 12-year-old hates school. She has, she had a hard time making friends. So now she has two friends. And the three of them were bullied by four girls. And by the clothes that my daughter wears. Like, the things that she does. Like, you know, what, what they watch or what they talk about. I cannot... I mean, I know it happened in Dodia schools, but it wasn't like this. Like, this is, like, crazy to me as a parent. Like, you cannot protect your child. I mean, how often can you call the school? For one, I've called the school numerous times and nobody answers, even leaving a message. And so, finally, the principal calls me up and says, we don't tolerate this. We're going to fix it, blah, blah, blah. And so, they had the girls write a report about the group of girls. Okay? Fine, so be it. So the girls can't talk to, you know, my daughter and her friends. But they can make these nasty faces at them. I mean, we have SRO officers, you know, school resource officers that are actual sheriff's department and police department or whatever. And I don't understand how this stuff happens. I am amazed and shocked at public school. I thought about taking them out and putting them into private school, but... I literally just said I'm in debt. There's no way I can afford to do that. Needless to say, it's been a really hard transition. PCSing alone is difficult, but PCSing to a base and then living off base is even harder when you're so used to being on base where everybody talks to everybody. You have barbecues, you have neighborhood get-togethers, and then you come to my neighborhood and it's like, We bought a house in a cul-de-sac just so our kids can play, but they're the only kids playing. My neighbors, nobody talks to each other. I mean, we talk to one neighbor occasionally when we see her, but nobody talks to anybody. I thought about renting out our house and moving on base. I would never have said that. I always said I would never live in privatized housing again, but it's that, it's that bad. 
you almost wonder like did you make the right choice coming back for other people for your mental health for your children's mental health did you make the right choice to please other people and like the psychic told us was that our family doesn't like to live near family very often because we're very independent people but it's not even that it's did we choose the right place to come back to you know I miss being around the close military community. Like, when you live overseas, all you have is each other, right? Even when I lived on base in Illinois, I had a lot of friends. And then I come here and I'm off base and not everybody's military and they don't understand military kids and they don't understand military spouses. And I have a hard time making myself flow into what they're... What their life is you know what is the common denominator here like what do we have in common you know I of course I would love to have barbecues in the cul-de-sac that was my theory was barbecues in the cul-de-sac and um get to know everybody and spend holidays together like I did in England with my friends and it's not like that it's really 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 hard And the thing that sucks the most is that my husband's coming up on retirement, so it's not like we're going to get, like, a do-over unless he stays in a little bit longer, which I'm hoping he changes his mind. Um, Now that he wants to go for his master's degree, I'm hoping that he'll give it a couple more years to give us an opportunity to go somewhere else. Um, I don't want... I don't like to see my kids unhappy. It makes you feel like you made the worst choice by putting this on your list. You know, it, I mean, it's just, yeah. And, you know, here's the other thing that, like, annoys me. So, where we live, they used to have um, a power company called Gulf Power, okay? Reasonable rates for your electricity. And then a company called FPL took over. Florida Power and Lights, I think it's called, or something like that. And they upped the charges so much that people cannot afford their electricity bills. Uh, like ours is $354 and we keep our AC at 76. We turn off all of our lights. We don't waste things. You know, our pool pump is only on at night and $354. There's people out there that can't afford it, you know? And, um, the governor wants to come on and say, I'm going to make buying baby cribs tax-free and e- and workout equipment for people 18 and under tax-free. Well, what about helping the people with FPL with their price gouging? Whatever, what, what, like, it doesn't matter if you have a crib, doesn't matter if you have electric, electrical or whatever it's called, um, exercising equipment. If you don't have electricity, people cannot afford electricity. The food prices have gone up. Luckily, gas is going back down. Since moving back to the States, like, you know, my husband's money got cut in half, you know what I mean? Because you're no longer overseas receiving cola and all that. And so it's hard. It's hard because what the military pays you does not cover. I mean, I think BAS covers maybe a portion of our electricity bill now because of how much of price gouging and inflation has happened. Uh, Even shopping at Aldi in the States. I spent the same amount of money at Aldi that I do at the commissary. 
But in England, when I would go grocery shopping at Aldi, I'd spend maybe 40, 50 pounds and I would have a week and a half worth of groceries. I mean, it's astonishing how much things cost in America now. And it's sad and, and you know, and it forces people that want to stay home to raise their children. It forces us all to go to work. And that's what I'm going to be doing, you know. Of course, I want to go back to work. Don't get me wrong. I don't sit at home and eat bonbons, what they say dependas do. No, I am barely home. I'm always doing something, errands. I'm always cooking, cleaning, um, taking people to medical, you know, I'm always doing something. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We have a few years left here, but there's things that I have looking forward to, like hosting Christmas this year, um, you know, spending a time with my parents and my and my sister and, and so forth. And um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, if it gets better. I'm hoping, I mean, what do I do? Go on like match.com, but friends.com? Like, is there a thing called friends.com? I need to find people like me. I, I can't have a 22-year-old friend. Like, we're just on totally different levels. Unless you have an old soul. You know? I mean, I know I am. I'm turning... Maybe it's because I'm turning 40 next week. And I'm hitting this, like, midlife crisis debacle of... Did I make the right choice? You know? I don't know. But, let me know. If you are in the military or you are a dependent and you've struggled, what are some tips that you have? When it comes to PCSing, how do you put yourself out there? Because when I moved to England, I made a big post pre-COVID and it was like telling people my age, what things I like to do. And I had a get together where I said, hey, I'm going to open my house with food and so forth at this time. And if you want to make friends, it's a social mingle. Come on over. I can't do that here. I can't do that here. What if creepy weirdos come over? You know what I mean? It's not just, and I, I hate to say that because not civilians are not creepy weirdos, but there are creepy weirdo people. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Let me know what advice you have. And, um, maybe if you know that there's any like military scholarships for kids to go to private schools or something, let me know. I'm also raising a son now, so... You know, I got to make sure that um, everything's in order. But thanks for listening to me and my emotional rant. And let me know if you've been in the same position uh, where your spouse likes one base and you hate it. And that's kind of how England was. I loved England and he hated it. And now my kids are like, oh, why did you make us leave? So my husband already feels bad enough that the three of us are always attacking him for why did you make us leave? But. On that note, thanks for listening to Status Random. This is episode 83, and I look forward to Tuesday with my husband on. Bye.